Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Mr. McHale's Manner of Mischief, Magic, and Mystery, the podcast where we talk about music, the occult, and just day-to-day life. I am your host, Andrew McHale, and welcome to the 6M Podcast. And we're back from a little break here as I am joined with none other than my partner in crime, The Lizard, for the fourth installment of The Lizard and the Wizard versions of the Mr. McHale's Manner of Mischief, Magic, and Mystery podcast, otherwise known as the 6M podcast. So let me introduce the special guest, The Lizard. Hello. That was all the words. I couldn't have imagined a better intro. Thank you. you guys, I didn't realize this was this is our fourth one. Yeah. Sure. Make sure you're speaking into the mic for the listeners oh. at Hello. home. Yeah, I didn't realize this was our uh, uh, number four. Damn. Yes, the fourth installment of The Lizard and the Wizard. <laughs> I am prepared. <laughs> I'm ready for it. We're I'm also... It. What's it called? We're also about... Two months in to quarantining together. Dude, how weird is it to think back to the first time you had me on this when (laughs) we were like in like the immediate like throes of this shit. Like it's so weird how our, how everything has been changing and progressing. What shit? What are you talking about? Oh God. Oh, I don't know. Just, you know, knowledge, lack of knowledge, Uh, worrying. Uh, what are you talking about? Being <laughs> stupid coronavirus. That's a hoax. What are you doing? God damn it. What are you talking no. about? <laughs> I mean, who this knows? This is all fake. Does anybody know anything? Haven't no. you seen Plandemic? I actually haven't, but I read something about it. Don't you know about Pizzagate? No, I don't. Actually. Don't you know about Bill Gates? Did you say Pizzagate? <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't know. People are uh, are talking on the interwebs about the coronavirus, but uh, that's not what this podcast is about. Okay, but later I need to know what the fuck this. Yeah, pizza I, I told is. you about it. Oh, yeah, it's uh. nothing, nothing to concern your pretty little head, oh, woman. Oh, so sweet. Just kidding. But uh, yeah, so we've been in quarantine for about two months. Haven't left the house in about two months and uh yeah it's odd to think about when we first started this uh (laughs) little series (laughs) i thought it was gonna be about mm, maybe about two weeks long it's weird because i honestly thought that everything would go not back to normal but i thought the world would open back up because i know like these politicians and businessmen cannot fathom like losing money, but hey, hats off to the system for keeping us all locked down, I guess. Wow. That's a that's a loaded question to get into. It's not a question, it's just an observation. Issue. Loaded issue. People making money, not making money. I'm talking about the business people. Like they oh. could like when this first started and we did this series first i in the back of my mind thought this wasn't going to last very long because i know politicians and shit cannot cannot like 
fathom losing money for the a long period mm-hmm. of time but oddly enough we're all losing money now for about two months so that's always cool yeah it's it's crazy it's weird i didn't think we'd be in this same position again at this point in may either but yes you, know. you did well initially i don't think i did but like probably like a month in so like april beginning of april i i started to accept like hey this is a long haul but it, like our first episode i don't think i i really thought it was gonna go for a long time yeah it's, it's weird it is weird it's so like fluid and like you don't know what's gonna happen and every day could like bring a new like like elongation of staying at home or not and you don't know what's gonna happen i think that's the problem that most people have with it is you don't know anything it's scary well, I get it. another thing i think is that um a lot of the states have their own rules and regulations and their own ways of like mm. carrying forward or staying put and being that we both are illinois residents we're yeah. looking at pretty much like a june july maybe even longer lockdown i don't know i know you were saying that uh it's probably not legal to be locked down this long and you can see from this northern part of illinois and like the southern part where the rest of my band members are well aside from john uh you could tell like they're kind of like they feel the effects of what's been happening but Mm -hmm. they've been kind of like not hit as hard as like you and i in the north like no county and whatnot it's all different for everybody that's why no that's honestly why i think nobody can get on the same page and like talking about this stuff on social media is so like not proactive in the slightest because everybody's in a different state everybody's in a different city everybody's in a different county situation might not be as bad there and you got everybody trying to impress their opinions based on where they currently live on other people who don't live in the same area and i think it causes a lot of problems but yeah i have a lot of friends in the desert that are like this shit is all fake Hmm. we can't take my liberty i'm like hey man i totally get it because like i was telling you like back in the day when uh h1n1 was rampant Hmm. like swine flu yeah like we were touring and you know i would look on facebook and whatnot and i remember jokingly uh one night in san antonio like i had like a face mask on and everything no people joked about that like actively like i remember being in college during h1n1 and for halloween my one of my friends he was h1n1 for his halloween costume so he had like a like a doctor's apron like like outfit on and then a face mask and then he had a spray bottle of vodka that he labeled h1n1 and so we go to like the parties in college he was he was awesome name was cameron shout out to cameron wonderfully gay and wonderful i loved him but he would spray the vodka h1n1 in people's mouths and we'd go around to the parties and shit i was twister so there you have it guys but everybody made fun of that yeah because i mean even as evidenced in college students' Halloween costumes, like H1N1 was not this. Yeah. I think that uh, I was just about to make a joke saying that I think we know what the hot costume for Halloween this year is going to be. But what, what would it be, actually? I haven't thought about this. Like, just what's, like coronavirus. 
like uh, the red like ball thing that they have like with the little yeah like maybe <laughs> yo like maybe like put on a just like a suit and then or like a white outfit or like you know like one of those green man spandex mm-hmm. things but like put like red straws or something on the end of them or like the picture that they show of it like in the yeah news. yeah no yeah. i see it like little That's uh, funnels little funnels there you go that would be good or mushrooms that actually know. would be funny yeah i think too many people have died to the point that i i think you'd probably get beat up if you did that at a party <laughs> yeah but like i was saying there like, probably won't be any but those are okay. what parties mm-hmm. yeah 50 and below <laughs> oh hell nah yeah it's it's weird because like i was saying in uh those the swine flu days like uh I remember walking around with a face mask in jest, mm-hmm. uh, meeting, you know, fans and whatnot and shaking their hand and giving them hugs and shit. And they were like, I remember them telling me like we were all sweaty. It was like after the show and they were like, oh, don't worry. I don't have it. I don't have swine flu. And I'm like, I don't care. Fuck it. We're all going to die. <laughs> and I was like, this shit ain't real anyways. And then it was real. But, uh, you know, I was totally oblivious as a touring person because i was like i've been all over the country i don't see any of it i don't see any people that are sick whatever and obviously that was i think when i was 20 21 so what 10 years ago but uh, this is definitely different and i think social media has definitely played its part in ramping everything up and ramping up everyone's emotions and i mean it's no secret that social media literally influences people's emotions based off of an algorithm. Like I told you about that. Yes, that and it, I mean, it preys on people that are like feeling down. It just feeds them more of that from what you've, I mean, you've, you read up on it more than I do. Cause I don't have it. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. Like my friend, uh, Finn from the punk rock MBA, uh, he put out a statement or like a post the other day, and uh, I know I I don't read. I know I'm not supposed to be on social media as much. Oh yeah, we I, we we uh, decided as a family because I don't have social media that and Andrew has been, you know, talk closer to the mic. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, you see your little bars here. Oh. All right, sorry. Damn, I didn't know I had to like touch my mouth. That's not normal. Compressors can only do so much for us. Oh, shit. Um, what the fuck was I saying? Uh, social media detoxing. Yeah, I don't have it, but we noticed since COVID has become bad, <laughs> Andrew has been thwarted by all of that shit in his, you know, social media and scrolling and so i recommended that he take a couple days break from that which i think actually helped you yeah but you know you gotta be on there for you know serpents and whatever so like i get it but it it can become toxic right now and it it follows you it knows what you're doing it's fucking creepy yeah and that's that's what i was saying like my friend finn uh was posting about like he he has a youtube channel and he noticed that he would post the same video uh, from different, like, 
let's say he posted a video. I think his example was like the best singers or whatever. And nobody reacted to it. Nobody watched the video. Nobody whatever. And then he released the same video with a different thumbnail. Did he thumbnail. put COVID in the title? No. He, oh. <laughs> he put like the worst singers or whatever. And then that same video got a bunch more engagement and a bunch more views but because people want negativity. They do. They want fails. Yeah. Everybody wants to see people fail. Everybody wants to see people do bad because that may automatically makes people feel better about themselves. And that's a really sad thing that has become a part of our society and culture. In my opinion, it's, I mean, how do you get past that? I think it's pretty much separating yourself from the, I guess, the idea of what the video or podcast or song or post is trying to tell you and taking a step back and taking inventory of your own personal beliefs or your own personal worth or your own soul and being like, okay, that's what I'm about. I'm strengthened in my position and then read it or watch the video and then be like, huh, good point. That's it. That's all you have to do. I completely agree with you 100%, but it takes a strong person to do that. And there's a lot of people in the world that are not strong people because of themselves or because of outside factors, whatever. There's people that can't do that. And those are the people that are on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram or whatever. And they see these things and that becomes a part of them or it influences them more than it should when even it's not like a real thing because they don't know how to separate that. Yeah. And that's sad. I'm not saying anybody is, you know, not intelligent enough, whatever. There's just, you know, there's stronger people. And then there's people that stuff like that gets to them even though it's not maybe their fault maybe they're more empathetic in general you know it just it there's a lot of different people out there and not everybody can do what you you know try to do i don't want to say gullible because i think that's a it's a negative word i just think there are people that aren't as strong or don't see through the bullshit yeah you know and that's okay well i i you know i can personally attest to knowing some decent people that have turned rotten pretty much uh from all the negativity and they see the negativity and they're like i gotta jump on this to maintain relevancy and all this shit so it's kind of sad to see from my perspective and i'm not speaking like from a holier than thou perspective but like i said before you know you just have to know your own position your own worth and Honestly, that's what I sing about in Serpents. That's what I talk about in earlier episodes of the podcast. Like, I'm not joking when I say, like, occult knowledge holds so much weight, even in common or present days, because most occult knowledge is about the self, and it's about becoming one with all the aspects of yourself and using it to your advantage, and also knowing... Well, not knowing, but being able to perceive what's around you, the people around you. And it's fucked up because, like I said, I've been singing about this for a long time. And unfortunately, I've seen uh, everything that I've been singing about coming true, you know, and um, you just kind of have to, I don't know, it bums me out. But at the same time, I got to stay strong and I got to stay afloat 
And anybody else that wants to join, you know, you're more than welcome to dive in and, you know, even listen to some self-help people. Like, that'll, that'll help you out in, a, in the long run. Fucking everybody on YouTube right now is sitting there fucking giving advice. Like, oh, you gotta, uh -huh. you gotta wake up. You gotta make your bed. Oh, God. You gotta, Kiss my ass. You gotta write a gratitude journal. I don't need to get dressed or make my bed <laughs> or be grateful for anything every, ever, ever. Make, make <laughs> I hate that shit. Oh my God. That's like fucking, somebody <laughs> made something homemade and then they made their fucking bed, told me I needed to get dressed to feel like I could be productive for that day and a whole bunch of other shit that they put in my fucking mind that I don't fucking need. I would rather be naked to be the most productive every fucking day Hell and yeah. not leave my house. Why the fuck do I have clothes on? Yeah. I think that's so stupid. I need to make my bed and get dressed to make myself feel like I can be productive or work for that day. That's dumb as fuck. Well, it's, don't put clothes on at all. <laughs> well, that also piggy <laughs> that also piggybacks off that idea that I sent you uh, that text, where it's like, you know, you don't have to be productive as you think because that world of expectation is dead and gone like well i mean it's not it because is. i'm still working and the productivity expectation has actually gone up for my work for you yeah. which we haven't talked about which is good but I, it we're not also not beating ourselves up every day about no. not going to the gym or uh, you know, not getting enough done in the day I am. I am but. not doing that. Also, I've bought fucking how many cans of paint? Whatever. I'm gonna. We moved into this house last year, and I haven't. I've got all these lofty projects I'm gonna do. I get the supplies, and then I don't fucking do them. And I'm not pushing myself to do it right now. I was like, every I saw everybody's doing all these house projects when quarantine started. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do the same thing. They offer paint for delivery now, so I ordered it. I'm not gonna fucking do it. I'm just not. I don't, I, this is like the best time to just like be status quo. So why the fuck are we planting trees then? I was going to come to that. <laughs> the only house project we have done, despite the fact that I have ordered supplies for probably about five house projects. The only <laughs> one we have done is plant trees in our yard. Mm -hmm. And that is only because the only reason, the only reason that got done is because they're live trees. And if we let them sit in the garage after getting delivered, they're going to fucking die. And that's like hundreds of dollars in trees. I ain't, yeah. ready I ain't ready to take that loss right now. So, yeah, that was a project that actually forced us to do it. But I guarantee you if those trees were like, oh, hey, we can sit here for fucking six months and not die, we wouldn't have done it. No. <laughs> Which is fine. But also, you know, at the time what we planted those trees... Like, uh, I would say both of us were kind of in and out or, you know, ebb and flowing in terms of like mood or. We know. really do with this. You and I sort of switch off or go through different, you know, emotional things where we're like, this is stupid or this is totally horrible. We're all going to die. Like we, we really fluctuate. So yeah. it was nice that when the trees came and we had to plant them, we, we were on both on like sort of the same page. Well, that's, that's what I was getting at is like part of me and no, that's not because of my fucking, uh, horoscope, but Should I uh, stop reading that crap. <laughs> no, I was like, I want to do something that is kind of in tune with 
I guess, the old ways or the earth. I wanted to know what it felt like to just say, fuck the posts for the day. Fuck, you know, worrying about writing the next fucking brutal slamming death you know like i'm i'm just over it right now and it's like i want to enjoy my life as little as i have left to enjoy it i wanted to be like all right well let's fucking get our hands and feet in the dirt and you know you did most of the i didn't know that you thought of it that way yeah that's nice i was like what was the ultimate pastime and also survival tactic from back in the day it's like yeah. oh fucking farming agriculture I so didn't. obviously we're not doing that but i was like well i want to feel a little bit of that feeling of accomplishment and like getting your fucking hands dirty again and uh you know even i in the beginning i was like can we just pay someone to do it but at yeah. the same time i had to talk him out of it yeah <laughs> because <laughs> I, I said that i wanted to look back and because we're, we're building like it's like a privacy hedge with these fucking forget they're like evergreen trees whatever but they're like three they're feet what, tall Norway? now and they're supposed to be like 15 feet tall they're called the tree of life in greek i can't oh. abora vey i can't see the fucking word i don't know regardless i told him he wanted to hire somebody i said i want to look back at those trees in a year or two years and see how much they have grown and remember planting them and that's like a that's such a like a roots thing you yeah. know i don't i don't know i think that's cool see i came from the the perspective of like i want to plant these trees and never see my neighbors again what that's you <laughs> no um i wanted to plant the trees and be like if i end up dying or you would go there yeah i mean this is not a good time right now but like i felt like if i died or if we moved or you know anything got old in the house or whatever and then died it's like I would. The, hopefully, you would think that the trees would remain. And it's like they you know, will. we put our hand, we did it. You know, we put we put on some fucking Pink Floyd and got sunburnt and uh, you know planted those trees ourselves. I'm like twenty of them, I think. Right? Yeah. Something. Like that. You we dug got the holes. I put them in. They were uh, bare root trees when we ordered. Them. We ordered them from Home Depot and. Uh, Home Depot. They're doing really good, and it, it was it was nice. I think, and I think it's good that we did it ourselves because it is like a. I mean, fuck! I'm here. I'm there pulling up the shit he dug up and looking for worms in there because I think it's exciting. <laughs> and then waiting for them to go back to their home because I don't want to disturb them that much. And I was looking for skulls. Yes, we might find a skull. I mean, it'll be beautiful when those grow. We have hunt. We have. 200 year old oak and maple trees like in our yard they're old they're huge and those were planted by somebody or maintained by someone and now we did the same thing yeah and we 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 live in a historical home so i was looking for skulls in the backyard that's true it is it's recognized by like the county whatever Mm -hmm. and uh so there might be some weird shit back there because you know like historical homes have those like rules where you can leave a, a skeleton should it already be there. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, yeah. who knows? Give me the jewels. You never know. I what did we find? Money. I don't think we found anything. To, we found a money. cool rock. Fuck mm, else. That's it. I think that was it. But not to mention that was like my only bout of fitness 
in all of this quarantining. Dude, I was <laughs> sore the next day and I've done some workouts since we've been home. What but, are you doing? I mean, in the basement. What are you doing? Oh, I thought you were like judging. <laughs> I don't remember her name. Work harder. It's on a... Uh, God Isn't it like South Beach? Or? No, it's called uh, the Beach Body Beach workout. Body. Beach Body on demand. It's like a monthly, or you pay for like three months, and it's like all these videos. I can't remember the actual broad that I'm doing her videos, but she's fun. Jillian Michaels? No, no. fuck that whore. <laughs> um, she's the keto queen. No, this one's like a a new redheaded one she's very enthusiastic and you know i don't normally like a ginge but i'm rolling with it doesn't like a she ginge, keeps me entertained. Well, i don't says. like a ginge <laughs> in a historical show i.e vikings last kingdom all the gingers are the gingers. unpredictable psychos that you should never fucking trust every time there's one in the show we were just watching last kingdom it's a ginge don't trust it it's gonna go it, bad they always end up getting murdered exiled their children killed because they are bad people I, for one, would like to go on the record and say I got all the love for the gingers. <laughs> uh, I've also dated two ginger men in my past and both turned out to be, well, wow. Yeah. Should I? No. Nah. Yeah. Unless uh, you want to follow through with that, but probably not. problems on their end. Hey, I mean, all the ginger girls I've uh, well, maybe known girls. Yeah. in the no. Shakespearean no, sense. No, 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 no. Last ginger girl <laughs> I had an interaction with was one of my clients. Mm -hmm. And at dinner, she, while proceeded to Fondle rub my stick. leg oh. and do all kinds of things under the table at a business dinner. Hell yeah. Followed me to the bathroom. She actually doesn't work for them anymore, so I could probably tell this whole thing. But, Bring her uh, up. Bring her up. Oh, my God. Well, she lived in another state, and we had this, like, you know, business dinner in Chicago. And uh, I just remember feeling, like, immediately just, like, she was very intense, and then it progressed. And, like, she knew I was dating someone at the time. This was not you. This was before you. Oh. And it fuck. just, like, kept going. Actually, you were living in Texas. I called you about it. I think I called you upset about what happened. She started, like, my boss at the head of the table, and I'm, like, three chairs down from him. She started, like, rubbing my leg and shit under the table, telling me that I should break up with my boyfriend for her. Like it was bad and other people noticed and they were like, what happened after the fact? And they, I, I, I honestly have never felt <laughs> like taken advantage of until then. Don't cry. No, I'm not crying, but it was such a weird thing. And she was a straight fucking ginger and she was fucking crazy. I remember the story and I she remember. She was a you natural ginger, not one of the, so you probably know no. dyed gingers. No. Mm. I know mm. both. I've known both. Mm. And uh hey, I got all the love I have for none. all the all the different kinds of ladies. They're, they're all bad. <laughs> I I won't. I've never met a good one. They seem good at first oh, and Jesus then they Christ. turn on you. All right. Okay. <laughs> and not that I didn't like her shit, but it was just like too much. Too much. You have PTSD. PTSG. Well, it's weird when it's someone you're technically like have a business relationship with that's no good yeah like uh <laughs> i don't even know how to piggyback off of that 
Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> your plastic cup is orange, just like a Listen, ginger. Hi. Uh, the only fucking ginger that I've known you to like, and I know ginger's a derogatory term, so don't fucking hang me for just this, Just blame me. I don't have social media, so you can't shit on me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's a will, there's a way. But she means well. The only uh, redheaded person that I've seen you take a liking to is the Cheeto Santino. Shit, but you know what? Andrew Santino. Shout out to and Andrew Santino. I even work with somebody who went to high school with him. Whatever. I I get that. However, we met him. I liked him. I love his comedy. But How did we meet him? Tell the story because this I is actually pretty say, cool. I though, first... I think if I knew him as a personal friend, I would hate him. Um, uh, Because he's he's Chicago through and through. I hope everybody knows Andrew Santino. He's a comedian. If you don't, look him up. He's awesome. And his new show that he helped produce, I think, and accent called Dave on FX. Yes. Is on right now. And it's, it's really funny. Get past like the first two episodes and then it gets weird and hilarious. But we met Andrew Santino... Uh, in Madison. I think over like a year and a half ago in Madison, Wisconsin, we ended up there. I had to go to Milwaukee for work on a whim. Andrew came with me. I was like, let's hang out. And then we ended up like just driving over to Madison for the day. No plans. We had never planned to go there. It was weird. And uh, we, because we didn't have- even stay the night. We just went there to dick around during the day. And then we were going to drive an hour and a half home which we ended up doing, but we went to Madison. We were just walking around. I had never been there and we were randomly sitting on a park bench, like outside the Capitol. That is well, the Capitol building, right? Madison is the Capitol. Yeah. It's for those yeah. that don't know what we're talking about. We're talking about Madison, Wisconsin. And we we're on the park bench and we saw some guy with, I, I will call him a very bright red head. I won't say ginger anymore. Well, you didn't okay. tell, what were we doing on the way to Madison? What was I listening to? Oh, fuck. I forgot about this. We were listening to Andrew Santino's comedy special. Comedy special. I had never heard him before. Oh my God. I forgot that it was and, weird. And we were listening to your mom's house with yes. Andrew Santino yes. as the guest. So like, the whole Bluetooth radio ride from Milwaukee to Madison was all Andrew Santino, whether it was his special or your mom's house. And he was a guest on it. And I had never heard of him before. And Andrew's just like, Oh, Hey, here's this funny guy from Chicago. And I liked him. Mm -hmm. So we got to Madison. We walked around sitting on a park bench. Wait, before you get there. Oh fuck. I saw the story. As a single man, I used to enjoy going to Madison from time to time from the suburbs of Chicago, whatever, uh, just to have some fun here and there. And because I, I really dug the vibe of Madison and, you know, the times I've played there on tour, it's got a really cozy vibe versus Chicago. That's because it's like a college town yeah. with just like one college and it's like all like close together. Yeah. And, and not pretty- to mention there was Ewax there. Which uh, is a great metal record store. I don't even know if uh, if they're still up right now, but either way, I would have a lot of good times over there. And you know, when we, well, she had like a meeting, and I was like, "Let's go to Madison, fucking 
just relax just see i wanted to show her like what a town like that i don't know would be like or whatever and we get there and uh, i park and we walk over kind of by the i forgot what theater and we see on the corner uh, after listening to like a rock block of andrew santino shit we see out of pure like luck a little sign that says tonight andrew santino in the comedy club in the basement and we were like what the fuck do you remember that i actually forgot about the sign part yeah we we saw it and then we we're like oh shit so i look i got on my phone and i looked 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 and uh, i think it was sold out for the most part except for one show or whatever oh you're right it was like Thank the you. late show. I was w- looking, wasn't you? Uh, and it was, he had a 7.30 and like a 10.30 or something. And the 7.30 was sold out. And I was like, there's a 10.30. Do you want to go? Because we don't have a hotel book because we weren't planning on coming here and we have to drive like an hour and a half home. And uh, I think we booked it or I, I, I don't really know. Uh, what happened was we were looking and we're like, fuck, this is kind of expensive, whatever. At least for me, you know, I'm like, a uh, comedy show, uh, this much money. I was like, well, the dogs are at home. I don't know if we got, we can do it. So I was like, fuck it, whatever. Let's just walk around. Maybe we'll see them on the street or something. I'll try and fucking finagle some guest passes. <laughs> and uh, so we go around, walk around the city, and we're having a great day. And then we head to the park bench, as she was talking about and um, you gave such a better backstory yeah see my brain is it only retains minimal things sorry <laughs> you want me to tell finish the story yes please okay so we're sitting on the bench and uh we're both looking at our phones furiously looking for uh, a little bit of fun and a little bit of dinner oh i do have to say that was just you no you were doing it too no Do you see what I'm? Do you see what I'm fucking living with, people? I remember um, sitting there. It was a beautiful okay. moment. So we both were <laughs> sitting there, not paying attention. I was looking at your phone over your shoulder. That's what you got to okay. So all of a sudden, we see like a like people are walking by as normal. Like it's pretty much the capital, so people are walking by. They were also having some sort of event that night. It was like it was like prom or like the some, lawyers. Yeah, like or like the law students like yeah. like ball or something and they were all going like in these like fancy dresses and shit up to the Capitol. Fucking so there were like an occasional like person walking by us, but they were like dressed up and it was weird. Yeah. Fucking dorks. Oh, I'm just kidding. Um but so it was just to speed the story up, I know you guys are like, get to it. Uh, we're looking at, we're distracted and we just see a group of people and I look up and I just see Andrew's fucking bright hair. I just remember being like, Santino, that's my fucking Emilio story. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did. And he turned around, turns out he was with his parents. Yeah. Uh, Cause they're from Chicago land area uh, which is close to madison and he turned around and he came up and he was like hey coming to the show tonight we were like yeah we think so yeah no and i remember was, saying I was, 
We're trying. That We're was my trying. way. Yeah. That was my it way was of trying to like get on the guest list. Super casual, <laughs> like encounter. Like it lasted like a few minutes, but it was like, all right, we'll stay then. Yeah. And we'll go back a little later in the evening. And we ended up staying. Comedy show was awesome. We were like right in the front, which is cool now because he's bigger now. Yeah, he's touring with Joe Rogan. Yeah, we were in a small comedy club. We sat in the front row with this weird ass couple behind us that we had to make some small talk with. Oh my fucking God. Yeah. Um, Did you know that? What? Like he's doing arenas with Joe Rogan now. It's awesome. Yeah, we were there. And then afterward, we ended up like in the lobby of the comedy club and we ended up hanging out with him for a bit. He like even wanted us to stay, but we were like, hey, we have to go to our home, yeah, which isn't like an hour, two hours away. So we ended up leaving, but it was nice. Yeah. He was like, you guys want to have a couple beers? I'm like, fuck. Yeah. He was cool dude. Uh, and then we, I was like, mm. I remember we asked his opener to take a picture with us. Oh for yeah, us. yeah, we got some pictures <laughs> with him. Check out my Instagram at <laughs> Andrewcifer to no. see all the details. No, I'm just kidding. It was cool though, and I, like I think we knew at the time, like, hey, he's gonna, he's gonna become bigger than he is. But now, fuck yeah, he was. He's got. He's in a show. All that. I think he has his own show, and then touring with Joe Rogan, and now, uh, this shit happened. So I don't know, but yeah. I'm sure he will be resilient. But check, yes, he's a good red head. Check out his podcast. It's a whiskey ginger podcast. But I don't. And bad friends with Bobby Lee. Man, he's doing a lot. But I don't think I'd like him in real life still. We met him. We fucking hung out with him in real life, you fucking dick. Yeah, to hang out with like an acquaintance. I don't think I could be his friend. Well, uh, we'll put that to the test. He seems like a... He, it's like a too strong of personality thing. And I respect it. Like, I still think he's a good person, but I don't think we would be friends. And that's a okay assertion to make about anyone. You're a good person. I think you are, you handle yourself well, but we're not super compatible. More people should do that. We'll play this forum when we actually end up becoming friends. Um, dun, dun, dun. Speaking of entertainment... We have had quite the ride in quarantine since we're pretty much, we've ran out of new movies to watch. I don't know if anybody's noticed uh, nothing's coming out. There's nothing. Yeah. But we've been hunkering down and I'm forcing her to catch up on Last Kingdom and now we're all caught up and we're watching the new season. I am Uhtred, son of Putrid (laughs) of Bevenbar. You go get the queen. You will be silent, you, woman. You will be silent. Before I take you to Bevenba. Damn, you're so better than me. You like Canute. Kaput. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hate Kaput because he. You set me up again to say I hate him because he's a ginger. God fucking damn it. You shame me because I say ginge. And then you set me up to hate another one on air. Thank you. We're grasping at straws, but. Uh, yeah. Kaput? No, uh, we've Does, been... Do people actually watch that show? Uh, eh. Metalheads, I guess. Metalheads, I guess. No, that was a bad... That was more of a... That was more of a Bjorn from Vikings. Da, 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 da. They're all this. When they try that to talk in That is more of a Bjorn from Vikings. Fake Viking accent. And I actually am Viking. They all sound... Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. It's like you're talking to like a 
child or not. Da, 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 da. It sounds mm. like Scooby Doo. That's oh. not. I mean, that's the actor's version of it. I'm sure real Vikings didn't sound like. Absolutely not. But where the fuck did they get this fucking like this cadence? This, where did like, they get this the cadence? Melodic, like mode. <laughs> Speaking of modes, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I'll go upstairs. We've been also watching mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. spoke as we spoke about on the past episodes. We've been ass deep or balls deep in 90 Day Fiance. Fucking goddamn, loving that. Loving this is always good. What else have we been watching? Uh, Caesar Milan. Apparently. Oh, that was a new edition. Well, we watched the Seinfeld special, which was awesome. Yeah. It was hilarious. He's such like a, he's so consistent, but he stays with the times and it's not raunchy. It's like literally, it's just funny. It's clean. It's relatable. It's good. It's like Larry David through Jerry Seinfeld performing. Who the fuck knew Jerry Seinfeld was 65? Is it 65 years old? Yeah. That's insane to me. I thought he was in his 40s. I swear to God. Probably because we don't have to see him much anymore. Like we like by, like we just see him in Seinfeld reruns. They're like, oh, you're permanently that age because we saw you for that. Oh, that, that and long. Curb. He's on Curb a lot. Well, he's not. Not the last season, was he? Maybe no. One. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure he's busy with his Netflix show but i had no idea maybe 50s like absolutely 50s but i had no idea he was 65 yeah i would say that's more on par with my type of humor for those of you that are already typing a letter of disagreement to me or her about the previous statements this is that's our type of humor like the larry david-esque humor which seinfeld Thankfully, is carrying the torch as Larry is getting in his. I I personally late would call it thoughtful humor, Obser- observational humor. Yeah, is that the same as I think so? Humor? Yeah. I think I just made thoughtful humor up, but it's just like stuff that everyone can sort of relate to, not like you know alienating anybody well, or using a lot of profanity or like you know gross it's, stuff. It's stuff that. People that are uh, cognizant, people that are cognizant to the surroundings or like the awkwardness of certain situations. Because there are people out there that are just oblivious to like their wrongdoings, like the fucking the line cutter uh, episode. Like people would think like, oh, like that I would do that, whatever. It's like <laughs> people aren't cognizant. Well, some people aren't cognizant of that. So it is. Uh, humor more catered to people that are like what the fuck is this about you know that can see past their own yeah being but yeah yeah, that's how we got watching the Caesar Milan dog whisper because uh, Jerry Seinfeld was in an episode of that and he started talking about his dogs in the comedy special which reminded me like years ago I had seen him on the Caesar Milan show and it was entertaining and we have dogs, so we started watching that, and I think that's good. Yeah, well, you know, our dogs have been interesting while in quarantine as well as we have been. 
I mean, it's just a lot of time with them. And some acts that we won't repeat uh, on yes. the air. Yeah. Well. So, you know, we've been kind of like pretty much with children with fur. And, uh, <laughs> you know, my friend starts with an S mm-hmm. told me the other day he's, cause I was trying to take a fucking shower and I was, he called me and I was like, Hey, like I'm about to get in the shower. And, uh, he was like, okay, like, do you want to pause? I'm like, no, like I'll call you back afterwards because I've already shut myself in here. And this is the only alone time I get from the dogs. I can hear them outside the door. Yeah. (laughs) And so I just want to maintain this barrier. And he was like, you pretty much know what it's like to have kids. And I was like, no, they're just dogs. And he was like, no, my sisters have kids too. They're the same way. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but. Well, they're poodles, so they're smart, at least. Which is a blessing and a curse. (laughs) Because they want to do things. Yeah. Or they think they know better. Well, speaking of children, (gasps) this episode drops on Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, Mother. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out Uh, there. All the baby mamas out there. Matters. Cheers. And uh, also to my mother, happy Mother's Day. Sorry I couldn't be with you. We're happy all in mother's quarantine. Quarantine. But uh, also, aside from Mother's Day, my luck is your birthday the next day. Oh, your mom? Your birthday. Boo. So not only do I have Mother's Day, but I also get your birthday, thankfully. It's nice that, you know. Thankfully, your birthday isn't like a Christmas, like uh, like my brethren and spiritual guide, uh, Reverend Alan Slager, uh, the, the Pied Piper of Crete. He needs that introduction every time. I don't know what you're talking about. Al's birthday is Christmas. Al is not your girlfriend. Eh. Oof. Same thing. Oof. Um, hi, Al. And Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Hope you're well. Um, Stephanie knows what I'm saying. <laughs> Hi. Hi. But uh, what did what is it that you told me you wanted for your birthday? What is the uh, help me out and help the listeners? Did you ask me? Um, I'm more speaking about what you requested for your birthday on your birthday. Taco Bell? Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, at least at least the bar is low, guys. I but Taco <laughs> Bell, give me a fucking McChicken. Ooh, yeah. What did you Ooh. have? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I want all that shit. I want fucking Taco. Give me some. I like Wendy's fries. Like you just have to piece Yo, together a terrible fast food order. Those new Wendy's fries, though. Oh, mm. I don't know, man. And I also want tacos because we live here and like they got some good motherfucking tacos. Well, we're making tacos tonight. I also want sushi. I also want Chinese. I got got a a day and a half to decide. You need to hunker down and figure that out. But yeah, we could start with Taco Bell. Yeah. I'm sure if you just rolled with that, by the time it came and I ate it, I'd be like, yeah, I'm full. Done. Done. Hopper. Put put a fucking candle in a chicken quesadilla. Taco, taco Bell. Can I have some Taco Bring Bell? Bring it. 
I'm the first in our family to do a quarantine birthday, and I am more than happy with a Taco Bell chicken quesadilla with a candle in it (laughs) for breakfast, though. You're welcome. That's your twist. The bar is low, guys. (laughs) I think I'm going to make it. But uh, what's it called? The fuck was I just about to say? Mm. We're making tacos tonight, so that's cool. Yeah, we got a day in between more tacos. Oh, I think I was saying that those new Wendy's fries are pretty legit. Wait, what do you mean new Wendy's fries? Oh, you are talking about the breakfast potatoes. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you have to clarify because Wendy's fries haven't changed in a while. They changed them like, what, like five years ago? And now Mm. they have, but those aren't called fries. Whatever. Breakfast potato wedges or something they are fucking good get them i got that i got you wendy's breakfast for your anniversary anniversary because you were asking me for it yeah see you better i hope i never become a mother because then you really be screwed we got our anniversary in april then my birthday is my 11th and then you would have actual we would Mother's just go Day. to a resort <laughs> for a month from April 10th to May 11th. <laughs> probably. Probably. That couldn't. is actually when we should just start like scheduling our vacations if we're ever able to vacation again. They're cheap enough. Yeah. Obviously. Skirt. Not if it conflicts with the touring schedule, but we don't think that's going to happen Never. for a while anyway. So. Never. Fuck you. What? Never. The... F- The listeners want to see the Serpies. I meant that our holidays would never interfere with Serpies. I said, never. Mm, I was actually being loyal. So take it back. Take it back. Nope. Oh. I'm done. Hmm. I'm done with this. Speaking of Serpies, Serpents, Serpents US, follow us on Spotify. How you doing? Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash we are serpents. (laughs) <laughs> Instagram at Serpents Metal. P. Most L- of all. U. G. Plug. 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 <laughs> hey, we're not fucking asking people to buy merch, so why not fucking ask people to listen to the music? Right? Streams are king. Speaking of streams, I keep doing that as my leeways, but, uh, you know, we were playing around with the idea of doing a quarantine concert via live stream. Do it. Nah, I don't think. Zoom. Nah, I don't think that's our style. Well, you could. What do you guys think? Comment in the Facebook group. <laughs> the facebook.com slash groups slash the 6M podcast. Join the group if you're listening to this podcast. Um... That's where we're basically harboring all listeners to talk with me or ask questions or... Walk with me. Whatever. Fire. Walk with me. Fire. Yeah. Ah. But, uh, so as you can see, we're spinning our wheels round and round. We wanted to put out a little something for you guys. I know it's been a while since we've talked Uh, I think the next podcast is going to be a solo one, and then the one after that, maybe the the lizard. Bye-bye. 
maybe we'll be lifted from the quarantine and then we can start bringing in some guests. If you guys listened to the previous podcast, you would know that I'm toying with the idea of doing solo, guest, solo, guest. So this podcast is going to stay. I'm going to be working on some YouTube vlogs for you guys um, from the Serpents page and from my personal YouTube. Um, We've really been kind of hitting the reset button on everything as of late. I know uh, the Lizard knows I've been struggling uh, to kind of dig myself out of a creative rut because uh, can you blame me given the situation? It's a time for evaluation and transcendence yeah and honestly i think being in survival mode for two months also kind of kicks in the survival mode in the mind so i genuinely think that you and i have both been kind of evolving in many ways i agree spiritually and mentally and i hope everybody listening has been feeling the same wave but if not take a break from the socials for a little bit and you'll thank me later but uh, i know it looks like i'm on socials pretty much every day but i only go on for 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes at night the rest is just kind of working but i know some people are kind of like uh why isn't he commenting back or messaging me back it's because i'm fucking taking a break it's good for him it's probably good for all of you you just don't know it yet but try it if you have not because it it can become overwhelming and that's okay it's definitely taking a toll on music for me but uh the lizard knows I'm, i'm kind of uh i've got that fire up my ass again no, you, trying to rebuild the rig, selling some of my old stuff, getting some new stuff with the monies from the old stuff, and trying to get re-inspired again so I could fucking release some cool stuff. Because I'm sitting on gigs and gigs worth of material that uh, I want to put out. And, uh, you know, everybody else is putting out shit right now, but I don't think it's the right time to put anything out from us i know a lot of you guys are waiting for that slayer cover and whatnot but i'm waiting for the right moment do you agree me no the person behind you (laughs) uh yeah i think I, i i do agree it's a weird time honestly like i've never listened to more like just like atmospheric like just like noise music sound whatever in my life because songs make me feel weird right now <laughs> is that weird i actually haven't told anybody that i've been trying but it, it like nothing provides me like comfort and it's strange and like, that's what i'm dealing with folks oh <laughs> well just kidding i i don't know that's no i i totally get it like that's why I've been listening to CDs 
or albums. I don't know, if you listen to the last episode, I kind of was dwelling on this album from 99 and uh, just kind of trying to get that old feeling back of just pure enjoyment from listening to something. Because, yeah, like I've been listening to a lot of new stuff, as you know, all different kinds of new stuff. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, this is cool, but it just doesn't feel right right now. Yeah, it's like a weird time for discovering new things and, you know, the stuff that like used to make you feel comforted, like songs that you've listened to for a long time or artists or whatever. It's like, but is that where I should be finding comfort right now? Because is that I get I taint songs and artists for myself all the time. I overplay. I play it in times when like I feel like I need it. And like for Andrew, like that, like really encourages and like fertilizes why you feel that way about that song but for me it like kills things because then I can't forget like listening to that in a moment where I felt uneasy or scared or unsure or something or like I needed that song I can't like associate it back to something positive yeah and then coming from like an artist's perspective like that's the opposite of what we want for a listener like well i've also been a musician since i was four so i have a weird ear so no i'm not probably the norm (laughs) well i'm more speaking on terms of like we usually write and record songs and release songs in hopes to inspire people or help them get through a certain time and it's kind of shitty to feel that perspective like as an artist to know that like listening to serpents or like any death metal right now could like cause uneasiness or unease for someone but i totally get her position and i totally get my position or whatever but i'm respectful to both i would say no i i think that's good I don't think you normally like judge stuff like that. And I think that's what's nice about you. No, I mean, it it hurts to hear that stuff like from a person because as, like I said, like as an artist, you want people to listen to your songs in like a time of need. Like what I would do as like a kid when I felt, you know, and I think a lot of people still do and will and all are in the present moment but i have like weird emotional ties to music and like i will i have such a musical memory that like i know what i listen to during this period of like being stressed and scared and the pandemic in general i know that whatever i listen to right now is like will be forever sort of tainted or tied to it it will be because that's what I have a tonal memory, a hundred percent, and I know how the things like I listened to as a childhood. I still like think back on when I hear those songs again. Like I can remember the moments. It's just not good for me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure other people will have that too, but I just I'm like scared to ruin anything I love, which yeah. is bad or good. I don't know. Yeah, it's like when you when you were with someone and then you break up and both of you like listened or love this one song and you're like, fuck, I can't listen to this anymore. 
Yeah, that hasn't <laughs> happened to me much because I didn't care that much. But yes, I have a few of those. We won't name with some you, artists. With you, I would have all the care. <laughs> I never thought about that, though. What? That whole, the the tonal memory, like, why I'm actually, like, I have been purposefully, like, not playing, like, music. Like, I mean, I've been not playing music because, well, I do, but I don't. I don't know, it's weird. Like, I don't want to listen to music because I know it's influencing my writing to a sense. Yeah. Kind of like how I think Devin Townsend does that, where he doesn't listen to, like, metal. Well, that's smart. He to, listens to, like, like, other shit. cleansing your palate. Yeah. Right. And, like, when I wrote Born of Ishtar, when I wrote Pestilence, Temet Nose, like, I was listening to shit like Gus Gus or fucking Gus. Bjork or Bork even hip hop even like uh like I think I was telling you like I, I've been really listening to that new Childish Gambino that like no yeah. one's talking about or I've been fucking playing on repeat that new song by this French pop singer uh Yell I think that's how you call it I don't know it's good so it's like oddly enough when I'm in those modes I'm more like I want to fucking write, I want to write, I want to write. And when I get the guitar in my hands, I end up writing fucking metal. But I think that my least creative points are when, you know, I'm listening to, uh, you know, the new whatever. I don't even know. Stuff that you <laughs> didn't already know? No, I'm saying like, you did? like brand new metal albums that are coming okay. out. Okay. Like, like, you know, like, Lizard knows that every Friday I go through all of the releases and I comb mm -hmm. through them and I put them on a playlist where I'm like, I have to check this out. I have to check this out. I have to check this out. I had no so, idea what you were doing for a long time on Friday mornings. Now I know. Yeah, I go through everything and I'm like, I have to listen to this. I have to listen. So I find when I listen to the new metal records, um... It just kind of like kills my inspiration because not from like a competition aspect, it's more of like a, I don't know, like an overkill of the sound. I get that. You know, like it's usually the same, you know, drum samples, the same guitar sound is just pummeling, pummeling, pummeling. And I'm just like, yeah, this is fucking sick. And then when I get the guitar in my hand, I'm like, I have nothing. It's usually when I'm like listening to like Bowie yeah. or fucking, you know, uh, like we were listening to Little Richard today because Little Richard mm. uh, passed Aww. away today. Mm. And, uh, you know, even listening to some of those, the 70s era Little Richard, even though there wasn't that much. That funky shit. Yeah. It's like part of me was like, I want to fucking write, you know? Yeah. It's, I, I think you can, you know, find inspiration more in, silence or everyday noises than you would in imitation of others and i think that's what will make good well i've never music i've never i've never tried to imitate anyone i've always no. tried to do my own thing 
But it, it you, you're talking Believe about, you know, listening to other metal yeah. players and that doesn't inspire you. There's a reason that doesn't inspire you is because that's not what is going to create something wonderful because mm. the universe knows that would just be, you know, imitation. Overkill, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's that's just like an instinct that you have that's, that's, that's a good thing. Yeah. And I'm not saying just before you guys jumped down my throat i'm not saying don't listen to the new stuff don't support new bands like i do that when i'm ready to like i when i'm not in a creative mood i'll listen to it and just to say like okay i gave that a try i heard it i think this album's fucking awesome let me you, post about it you honestly you listen to everything so yeah. i i wouldn't think that people should think that that's you know a bad no, thing but, but i listen to everything no, like that comes out on Spotify, like metal albums, like you listen to it. And I think that should be like a compliment, you know, a good thing for that artist. They're getting listens and whatever, just because they don't influence you to create something of your own. Doesn't mean they're bad artists. You like so many of them. You tell me about them. You yeah. know, when you listen to stuff on Fridays, you're like, hey, check this band out that I've never heard of. Yeah. So they're still getting listens, but it doesn't mean that it sparks you to be, you know, creative for serpents. And that's totally fine. But you, you, you appreciate artists more than any person I've ever met. And it's, it's really cool to watch, like whether they know it or not, you know, mm -hmm. you appreciate the people that you hear. I, I, I mean, every single band and like you tell me about it cause I'm close with you, but that might not make it to the outside world or, you know, yeah whatever but it's i think it's nice. a love-hate relationship because it's kind of like working at like dunkin donuts or something and you get to see how the donuts are made and you're like fuck i wish i didn't know that like there's a lot of it's true it's like when you make a sandwich for yourself and it is not nearly as good as when another person makes a sandwich for you yeah <laughs> well no it's it's more like um you know, like I, I love these bands and even bands that I'm friends with, like I'll still keep up on their releases and shit, but it's, it kind of also taints the whole like innocence of it where you're like, mm, I know, I know what that guy's done or I know this guy's fucking behind the scenes pulling some bullshit and it kind of sucks to be like, to, it kind of sucks to know how the donuts are made, but She's right in uh, in saying know that. Also interesting is the fact that you just said that and tried to like make it less than you've never told me anything bad about any like the bands that you say like came out with something new and it's good and whatever. You actually never tell me about that. Yeah. You just let me judge music for what it is. Yeah. And, and I wish people did that more. I, that's what people should do. <clears throat> and I wish people listen to new stuff more and not try to imitate that so i don't Absolutely. know uh, it, music should be less biased than it is i think well i think it's getting more and more like uh most of these fucking like facebook groups i'm a part of i'll like click on it just for like just to see what's going on and it's all like if you like deathcore or if you like bludgeoning blackened slamming brutal <laughs> death uh, you're a fucking pussy, and da -da -da. I'm like, what? Jesus Christ, man! Just get over it. People are gonna like what they like, and if you don't like it, cool. Like, I don't, I don't get the division. But like I said, 
you know, this is just society. Um, everybody wants to categorize everything. And unfortunately, we're categorizing the categories and the subcategories. We have to categorize those and this and this and this. And it's just like fucking annoying. Like, even with this podcast, people are asking me like, what type of podcast is this? Is this a metal podcast? Is it a music podcast? A cult podcast? Or comedy? And I'm just like, dude. This Why do you is... have to fall into one category? Exactly. It's like, this is the Andrew McHale fucking podcast. Like, whatever. I'm not like the typical black metaler. I'm not the typical deathcore guy. I'm not the fucking t- typical death metaler. Like, It sucks I'm... that people can only find enjoyment in podcasts or like, Things that they find in their specific genre that they have identified with like don't you think that limits people I, I know it limits people and <laughs> it's sad i you hadn't told me that until like i just heard you say that that's sad for that person that it like wants you to like identify your fucking lane there are no lanes if this pandemic is fucking proving anything to anyone nobody's got a lane everybody is it's a free-for-all yeah yeah, well, that's what most of the, <laughs> if you look into a lot of these marketing classes and like music marketing guys, mm-hmm. everybody's like, find your market, hone in on well, your market. That's what, it's like, uh, what, 10 years ago when they figured out with social media, it's so easy to manipulate people based upon their market. That's when this shit became a fucking huge thing because they realized, oh, hey, we can totally control a, a consumer based on their market. So we have to yeah. put everybody into groups and this is all they're going to see. And this is the reason Liz Lizard does not have social media. Yeah. But still, I know it's a real thing and I'm sure it still affects me. Like on my, you know, safari and whatever. Like I know yeah. they know what I look up. Well, shit. <laughs> what well, would the other day, weren't you, weren't we talking about something? Oh my goodness. We were talking about keto cereal and I told my friend about it on the phone and an hour later he texted me that that same cereal had shown up on his facebook or instagram feed i don't know where you get advertisements yeah and like and he was like i know i never searched anything like this (laughs) and i was like oh shit and he's not a conspiracy theorist he is the far opposite none of this shit but he was like, this is weird. Yeah. And it's it's it only going to get more out of hand as time goes on. I don't like that crap. But that's why people think that they have to like fit into a fucking mold because someone's feeding them a mold. Yeah. Everybody wants to be, everybody wants to know what their identity is. That's, that's the thing. Shit. My identity will be undetermined for my whole fucking life until I die, I hope. Yeah. And... That's, I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, I feel the same way. Like, people try and put me in a bubble. And obviously, my career would probably be way better off if I stuck to a lane and fit a mold. But as history has shown, I've always been kind of the outcast or the wild card. And I enjoy it. And honestly... If I died tomorrow or today, whatever, it's like, uh, I would love for people to just be like, wait, he did this or he did that too. Like, Hmm. oh, was he into this? Like, what the hell is this guy? Who is this guy? It's like, yeah, I do have a podcast where I do 
uh, vent or tell a lot of my personal stories, but Lizard can attest to this. Like, you guys are getting a good chunk of this, but you're not getting the chunk of, like, what I'm about. No. For sure not. <laughs> I'm sure they will in good time. Yeah, I mean, I speak through my art. and but people are these days very predictable, yeah. even though they appear to be original, and honestly, you're not one of those people. So, yeah, people... People don't know half of you, and I think that maybe they will get to know that, but unlike a lot of the people in the world today, you're not, I, I don't know what you call that, like, um... Normal? No. What the fuck is that word? Predictable? No. Like, you would be, like, multi... multi uh, fuck. I can't remember the word. Schizophrenic? No, you... <laughs> <laughs> shit no not not easily manipulated or not easily um identify what the hell was i gonna say stubborn no that's me yeah. shit <laughs> you're you're mm, shit i can't think of the word i am confident in what i believe in is that what you're saying yeah but you're not like Oh, I only am this human. Yeah. Multifaceted. Multifaceted? Did I not say that already? No. Shit. Oh, uh. fuck. That was in my brain, but I thought I already said it. Uh. Okay. Multifaceted, but like in like a more spiritual, like uh, knowing yourself way. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're, you don't limit yourself. Know thyself. No. Temet no say. Nobody knows thyself. Oh, fuck. Well, that's what the fucking album is about. But no one truly knows thyself. Well, if it's, you're, a, it's if an you're, ongoing if experience you're in the occult realm. If you're doing it correctly, you can't know yourself because you are to die a thousand deaths. Well, then perhaps I am an occultist believer. I don't know. Each day you are to become anew. Well, that's kind of what I think. Anew Andrew. Anew Andrew. But uh, yeah, that's. That's, you know, Temet Nose. I spoke about that, like dying a thousand deaths. So you know yourself in the day. I knew myself oh. during the album cycle. Like that, the whole album kind of sets itself up to be me coming into uh, pretty much like new skin. Hmm. Like a serpy. Yeah, like a serpy. Not to be confused with a herpy. <laughs> <laughs> you went there. <laughs> Whatever. Jesus. <laughs> I liked that. We were just earlier today, Serpies, we were yelling. No, hold on. Serpies <laughs> are like herpes. We ain't going away, folks. We're earlier here to stay. today, we were, one of us would say a word and then we'd continue a rhyme of that word throughout the house, like just yelling at each other. Like, yeah. It, it continued for probably two months. I think long. we started with twat. Twat. Hot, shot, snot, bot, clot. And you just have to. I lost both times. Taught, fought, Mm. begot. This doesn't count. Caught. You have to be the same syllable amount. What? Yeah. It still rhymes. God damn it. 
I almost rhymed with God damn it, but I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> you couldn't possibly. I'm, I'm fucking running low on fumes. Anyways, we got keto tacos to make tonight. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's about that time. So on that note, I think we're going to wrap up the fourth saga, the fourth chapter of the ongoing saga of the lizard and the wizard the bastardization of the Mr. McHale's Manner of Mischief, Magic, and Mystery podcast, aka the That's, 6M podcast. That was impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Teach me to do that later tonight. I want to do it on the next lizard. You okay down there? No, I'm on the fucking floor. It hurts. <laughs> Where you belong. All right. Um, this is Andrew speaking on behalf of the, I don't know. I was going to do my Utre, but now I fucked it up. I'm sorry. I am Utre, son of Putrid. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> take it easy, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. And make sure to head over to the Facebook group, uh, facebook.com slash groups slash the 6M podcast. Join the group if you're listening to this podcast. And make sure to subscribe to the podcast, comment on the podcast, rate the podcast, but most of all, love the podcast. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Stay safe. Stay alive. Stay metal.